Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Masters of the Matrix. I'm Greg M. Did you know that words are spells? And regardless of what language you speak in, whether it's English, Japanese, French, Italian, Spanish, it doesn't matter. Words are spells, whatever language you speak. And what I mean by that is that they are thoughts in motion. And when we add our emotions to this, our our feelings to our thoughts and words, they become rituals. Now, I think most of you understand what a ritual is. We've seen them in movies. We've seen them in our daily life, as in Christmas, in New Year celebrations. These are rituals. But we also, as individuals, have our own rituals and the things that we say, the things that we continue to say, and the things that we do every day, whether it's a breakfast or a run that we do every morning, or we do something every day that is a ritual. Now, we don't realize that or or most of us may not realize that our words, repeated words, are rituals. So, for example, if we say things like, I hate this, I hate that, this person annoys me, this person bugs me, a lot of this is tied to gossip, which is also a very low vibration thing to do. The reason being is because everything's connected. We're connected to each other through energy. And if you are gossiping about someone... They can feel that. And what you give, you get. So if you are gossiping about someone or something, then you can be sure that someone is going to be gossiping about you. And gossiping can hold us down into a low vibration. Um, So it's important to be weary and aware of what we are thinking and saying and what emotions we're putting into these things. Because rituals work like this. If you continue to say what you're going to say with emotion, it solidifies in the physical world. So if you say, I hate this person, I hate this food, I hate this, and you're putting, especially if you're putting emotion into it, whether it's a, 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 a fear-based or anxiety emotion or a knowing energy, you are solidifying that. You are creating resistances to that. Remember, as conscious creators, as a creator, you have to understand that we're working in polarity as both a positive and a negative. So what we resist persists. So if we're really having an issue or something's annoying us or someone is annoying us or a situation is annoying us, we are actually just giving it power. And so we have to be extra mindful. We have to be, when I say mindful, we have to be aware of the thoughts we are thinking and the moment that we are thinking them and not get lost in these chain of thoughts. Because remember, A like thought will follow a like thought. So it's up to us to cut this chain early so that we don't get lost in that chain where it becomes a ritual. So I recommend that all of us, as often as we can, and I've stated this before and I'll state it again and again, is to watch our thoughts. And then if we add our words to this, our our thoughts are now in motion, right? We've now created an audible sound and so this is now f- further solidifying this ritual. And I'll use myself as an example, as I like to do, to make it practical. Now, I've been a part of all of this. I've been a part of 
um, sports teams, uh, fans of sports teams, hockey up in here in Canada. And I used to say, I hate this team. I hate this. I hate the referee. And that's just one small example. Going even further, I would be part of the trend saying, I hate this person. I hate this politician. I hate this leader. I hate this movie. I hate my colleague. And as innocent as that may appear to feel at that time, again, when we continue to say these things over and over, we are building up a resistance to this and it gets larger and larger and stronger and stronger. And then it gets a a stronger hold over us. And so we have to start to really watch what we're saying and why we're saying it. Are we saying it just to be part of whatever, be part of what everyone else is saying? Or are we actually meaning these things? And if we are meaning them, then we need to even break that down further and say, why am I feeling this way? Why do I say I hate this thing? Why do I say this annoys me? That means there's a resistance within me and I need to break this down. So the greatest thing that we can do, and I've spoken about this before, is to give thanks to our thoughts, right? So if we're we're feeling a thought, if we're feeling uh, an emotion about someone, remember a thought is the first thing to happen and then a feeling will follow after. It's never just a feeling will follow, will start first. It's always going to be a thought followed by a feeling. And so as soon as you have a thought about something and and an emotion, a negative emotion comes up, we need to ask ourselves in that moment, why am I feeling this resistance to this person, to this situation, to this challenge? That means there's something I need to work on personally. That means I need to break this down. Is this part of my programming? Is this something that I really believe? What is the source of this thought? What is the source of this feeling? Why do I fail and think this way? And so we must be mindful, so mindful, especially now more than ever, we need to break these habitual patterns down into the nothingness of which they came. It's all just programming. So we need to break down our programming brick by brick. And so we must remember that words are spells. Words are also energy. Words have power. You might have heard this before. Words have power, and and indeed they do. And why do they have power? Well, the longer the word has been around in your language, and a lot of languages are actually very, very old, and they stem from even older languages, the the more power that they're going to have over the collective, over the over the humanity collective. So both as an individual and a collective, these words have extraordinary power. So we may feel at the moment that they're more innocent than what we're actually feeling, but that word also carries a momentum to it. It carries a power to it. And so here's a word, for example, for example, government. So when you break that word down, government, it means governmental, to govern the mind. So we can actually look into our own language and start to break down what the meanings of our words are and see how they're used in our English or Spanish or Japanese or Italian, whatever language that you speak, you can do this for yourself and say, where does this word actually stem from? And you'll find a pretty interesting, usually source there. So we need to be mindful as well that these words have power. So we need to be mindful of the words we use, of the energy we put into the words, right? From our emotions, whether we put love or whether we put fear into it or whatever, everything in between of that is. And we need to be mindful of the thoughts that we're thinking. Again, this is this earth is a school to re- help us remember who we, re- who we really are, to help us remember how to be the gods that we are, right? We are all part of the one source. We are all part of the creator. 
right? The he and she concept that gives life to all. There is a source to all of our life. And this is the source. There is no male or female concept. The male and female is a part of the external force, right? This is what we're experiencing as um, the duality, right? The positive and the negative. So our left brains are always trying to solve something that can't be solved on the other side of the coin. So if I'm using my left brain to try to understand the right brain, it's not going to happen. We need to bring both into cohesion in order for that to happen successfully. And that's called wisdom, right? What is knowledge without the proper use of wisdom? How do we use this knowledge with our hearts? That's what wisdom is. And a lot of our society isn't based off wisdom. It's based off the knowledge is power. If I have something, if I have information that you don't have, that makes me more powerful than you. And a lot of our technical technological companies are using this information without our knowing and they're sharing this information amongst themselves and so they're able to in the materialistic sense create more wealth for them but there are people that are intellectually very wealthy and are very spiritually poor now i choose to be spiritually rich because i know that in my creation inside of my heart everything else will manifest as a byproduct. I don't need to worry about being super smart. And I can tell everybody right now that as you journey into yourself, your intellect will naturally be a byproduct of your heart-based awareness. You will just start to absorb information better. Your memory will become better. I spoke about this in my early episodes. And so I feel that as a byproduct of my internal heart-based awareness journey, My intellect has grown substantially. My memory has grown substantially. My intuition has grown substantially. So for those that are just focused on being smart, focused on memorizing something that someone else has already thought about, well, yes, there's a path there for you and there are lessons in there, but there's a much easier way. It's about balance. How do we bring the left brain and the right brain together? How do we bring the mind and the heart together in order to create wisdom? How do we, how do we share this wisdom? And life teaches us that it's about balance. Everything is about balance. Nature teaches us that it's about balance. And so we must be balanced in our thoughts. We must be balanced in our emotions. We must be balanced as the pendulum that swings from left to right to try to walk that middle path without being swayed too far. And if something is swaying us, if something is pulling us in that direction in regards to resistance or a person or a situation, that means that there is a resistance within us that we need to face honestly and authentically and break it down so that we can become our best selves. Otherwise, we're being held by that vibration and we're no longer going to be able to raise our vibration until we clear that energy. So instead of reacting from our past programming, from something someone says that we've been habitually patterned to say, I hate that food. I hate that person. I hate this leader. I hate the situation over there. I hate this. I hate that. We need to go deeper. We need to observe. We need to observe instead of react. And observing our thoughts is a very powerful way to break them down. That is the light of of your consciousness, of our consciousness, shining the light on our awareness, shining the light on the things that we're thinking and then things that we're feeling. So when we can do this, we could then get into that state of reprogrammation. Instead of being the slaves to our patterns, the slaves to our programming, we could then recreate a new event. We can recreate a new idea, a new thought in moment-by-moment basis. But it's incredibly important to be in the moment. If we're not in the moment, and if if we've been following our chain of thoughts, 
then we're lost in our chain of thoughts. And that's okay. There's, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. That's just, as you gain awareness over your thoughts, you will gain power in each moment, the more that you do this. So if you're working with someone and someone, and you're talking with someone and you're kind of lost in the, in, in the thought, you're lost in the conversation and you lost your present moment awareness, it's okay. You can say to yourself, what am I thinking about right now? Why am I thinking this way? While you're actually having this conversation with someone. So we can do this in every moment, no matter where we are, whether we're driving a car, whether we're talking to our boss, whether we're talking to our friend, we can actually have that observation effect in action, being present while we're thinking these thoughts. We don't have to be a slave to our programming. We can break them down in any moment, whether we're in meditation, whether we're we're by ourselves, or whether we're in a group of 10,000 people speaking in front of them. We can have that power to be present in our body, to be present in the moment while we're thinking, why am I thinking this? Why am I saying this? Do I really believe this? It will take a bit of practice, but when you practice this observation effect, it will act as a a muscle for you, a spiritual muscle where you're going to actually have more power over your awareness. And it will get easier over time. You will start to see your patterns from before they even get a hold of you, before your feelings even get a hold of you. You'll be feeling, okay, why am I starting to feel this? Why am I thinking that? And before that thought has a chance to take a hold of you, you will break it down before it even gets to your um, to your mouth to say something. So it's about observing instead of being in a reactive state, it's about being in an observing state. And when we are in an observing state, this is a receptive state. This is the state of allowing. This is the state of receiving new information. This is the state where we can re- listen and hear our intuition speak. If we're always in a, a reactionary state where we're thinking, when we're doing, we don't have a lot of room in our cup for, for new information. So this is an extra powerful way and an idea to understand why it's really good to be an observer. We don't always have to be reactionary. If we're reactionary, then like I said, we're not giving ourselves the space, the room to receive new intellect, to receive new intuition. You see, those are two modalities. Most of us are just focused on the intellect, things that we've already known, things that are in our memory. The intuition are, is bringing new things to light, bringing things from our heart to surface, bringing our collective information to the surface. So when we are observing, we are in a very powerful receptive state, not only for our own internal well-being and balance, but we're in a receptive state of receiving new and powerful information that is either from us or from a higher source. It's a very powerful state to be in, a very powerful state to practice. So I hope we can all understand that this is a very incredibly powerful tool, observation, observation of your thoughts, observation of your feelings, observations of the patterns in your life, so that we can break them down from a non-reactionary state. When we do this, this is our true source. This is our true power. This is the place where we can reprogram ourselves and be in that zero point energy. We can start fresh. We can start new. We can actually do incredible things and recreate our minds, recreate our thoughts, and and therefore recreate our bodies. And so realize that there are rituals in society. There are rituals in the things that humans say in whatever culture you are a part of. And if you give it power, if you believe in it, then that's power over you. If you're also resisting it, if you're saying, I hate this, I hate that, you're also giving it power over you. 
So it's about walking that fine line, that that middle path, so to speak, so that we're not being swayed either way, that we're able to observe the things that have control over us, the things that have control over people. And if we are truly on the path of releasing the things that no longer serve us, then we will use this tool to break down our thoughts, to break down our traumas, to break down our feelings as to why they're there. They're there to teach us a lesson. They're there for a reason. Nothing happens coincidentally. Everything that has happened in our lives, both individually and collectively, happens for a reason. There is a lesson there. And the sooner that we can get over that and understand that there's a lesson there, the sooner that we can heal. The longer that we resist it, the longer that we're fighting against it, the more suffering that we're going to endure, the more suffering that we're going to have to go through. And this is what collectively the world is going through right now. They're holding on to this old idea, this old world, this old belief system. And so individually, it's important for us to awaken and not worry about what's happening in the world, but control the world that's within us. That is the one thing that we can actually do. So let's let's do more of that. Let's observe our thoughts. Let's observe our feelings. And if we don't like them, if, they're, if we're not feeling good about these thoughts and feelings, then let's pre-program them. And remember, the things that we're saying again and again, we are building rituals. We are building power over ourselves by saying these these things. So let's be mindful of the things that we say. I want to thank everyone for joining me once again. I wish you a fantastic, powerful, and a healing week wherever you are. And I love you all. You take care. Bye-bye.